Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Good morning, rolling through the big show on the radio. Hello, this is Robert Goulet, and you're listening to the pride of the red states, John Boy and Billy, right here on the big show. Some enchanted morning, <laughs> you may hear the big show. Where's my big bag? <laughs> Who can't be topical? June calls 30 days, has September, April, June, and November. And this is the 30th, so figure that out. Okay. Never mind that shit. Here comes Mungo. Oh, I'm already deaf. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, John Boy and uh, Billy hit the head first thing this morning. If I was going to the bathroom, he'll be head this way. <laughs> Uh, pillars in the house. Good <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, morning, Marcy. It's morning, Marcy. Oh, good morning. It's so right. great to see you. I can't believe it's you. I can't believe you're here. I can't believe we're having coffee. And I can't believe the Phillies don't sit in his chair right now. He actually hey. told everybody that he was going to the bathroom because that is amazing. He was hey. going to the bathroom. What? He's not that deaf. Oh, <laughs> uh, of course, Randy. Right. Billy at the head. Morning there, Podge. I'm thinking about going back. I'm not sure what I do. <laughs> yeah, I would go. Jackie, got my back and Indy behind a glass. All right, then. Let's see what's happening about today. Besides, we're wrapping up June. It's National Meteor Day. All right. If only we had some kind of expert we could consult on that subject. <laughs> you <Expert>. rang? <laughs> expert. Uh, it's uh, National Bomb Pop Day. What? It's rocket shape and vivid colors. 
Remind us of fireworks. Is that the oh, popsicle that looks like a rock? Red, white, and blue. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are the yeah. best yeah. Bob yeah. Pops. The red, white, and blue popsicle. I yeah, know. it's yeah. like yeah. cherry what on top. Yeah. yeah, what a great Lemonade. idea. Let's make a lollipop that has a point on the end and tell the kids to have one. <laughs> and run with it. Yes, that'd be what? great. It's, it's blunt and it's made out of ice. Mm-hmm. I know. Hey, man, we already raising a couple generations of snowflakes. Let them have a pointy popsicle. Bless <laughs> <laughs> their hearts. Let's see. So, uh, yeah, and uh, it's National Handshake Day. Wow, they're not going to retire this, huh? Yeah, Rayford was right about the old handshaking. But the various forms of greeting, the handshake is perhaps one of the most ancient. That was back before they had COVID. Right. <laughs> Way back then. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's about it for National Days. We head into 4th of July weekend. We'll see what's up for tomorrow. But we got three days in history saved up. We'll get our first prize back out and get our winning beginning. All right, I know we're awake. Big shows on the radio. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. First prize pack today of my new sponsor, Live Slow. Live Slow graphic team, and I love their logo and their their whole vibe. It's a, it's a Live Slow. It's a new lifestyle brand, and it's a movement out of Southern Virginia. We're celebrating America's farmers and ranchers. And this week's shirt, putting food on America's table. Man, y'all, just think about this when you go fill up your car, truck with gas, how much it costs. Man, think about the farmers, what they have to do to go through that. And that's one reason, you know, food's going to go up. It costs so much to do that. I know a farmer, oh, boy, my friend out, out west, he's, like, got just a huge farm. And his combines, he's got, like, four combines. And these things are huge. They're about, you know, $800,000 a piece mm-hmm. yeah. uh, like that. And uh, so he's got a deal with a, with a company, and they wanted him to go electric on a deal so they could push that. Mm-hmm. And he said, if you could tell me how to do it, I'd do it. Like, I'm, you know, 24 miles away at a field and uh-huh. how to go charge a station. You can't run them back there to charge them, you know, to do that. Hello, extension go. cord. <laughs> <laughs> extension cord business. All right, get in that. Well, I mean, you could. it would seem that you could put – you know, you could calculate when it would need a recharge and put a charging station near that location. Yeah, well, they said they'd get back to him. Yeah. He hadn't heard back, so I don't know. I'll get this. All right, all right. Don't worry, Randy's got it covered. <laughs> all right, yeah. Well, let's uh, do that. Okay. So anyway, the Live Slow Prize Pack. Yeah, celebrating the farmers and ranchers. Liveslow.farm is a website. You can also go to thebigshow.com. Click on the Live Slow banner. Get details and see all their merchandise and get you some, man. Where my live slow t-shirt this morning mm-hmm. all nice. right then well let's look at our three dates in history get you ready for the categories it was 1985 the creator of the twinkie james a doer died Ew. mr doer created the treat in 1930 many say that twinkies will stay fresh almost forever and many bomb shelters in the 60s were furnished with stockpiles of hostess twinkies just for that reason. They were going to use bomb pops, and they said, well, what if the freezer goes out? <laughs> There's been a number of university studies on how long a Twinkie would actually last. Uh-huh. It won't necessarily stay fresh. It just stays edible for an incredible amount of time. Ah, Depending okay. on how you define edible. That's right. Yeah. Right. Let's move up to 05. A Solomon Islands man who had lived as a hermit in a jungle cave for 40 years returned home when his fire went out. Mm. After relatives welcomed him 
80-year-old Philip Ludana decided to stay. You know what would be good? You got any Twinkies? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, it was on this date in 07. Reports published show overall house prices dropped in the U.S. by 3.2%. That was in 07. Did that have anything to do with the big 08 crash? That was, yeah, that was around that time that all that ter- financial turmoil right. was going on. Yeah, The real estate bubble and all that. All right, well, there you go. There's our three categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, she told Freeline Across America. Use it and we play Outburst next. Show on the radio rolling through your Thursday. In our video of the day, see Bubba's first beach trip trip. Yeah. <laughs> It'll make sense when you see it. It's yeah. like it should have the Roadrunners beep beep in the middle. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Everybody had a little cartoon effect. There it is. So Everything's it better with cartoon effects. <laughs> At thebigshow.com. And right now, let's get going. Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Say hey to Richard from Opelika, Alabama. We'll have a big show time. Richard! Hey, y'all. Hey, Richard, we good, man. How are you this morning? I can't complain. Good, man, good. We're glad you're in here. Let's see if we can get through these three categories and get you get your big old live slow prize pack. You ready? Yes, sir. In five seconds now, we need three cake treats. Ready, go. A Twinkie, a cupcake, and a honey bun. Bam, very good. All right. Now, Richard, three uses of fire. Ready, go. To cook, to heat, and for light to see with. And for the win, three things in your house. Ready, go. A dog, a kitchen, and a bed. And there is Richard. Winning the big old prize pack. Get some cool swag down to Opelika for you, Richard. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all. I've been listening a long time. This is my first time calling. All right, man. I'm glad you made it in here, Richard. Get it. Thank you, sir. War Eagle. All right, buddy. Bottom of the hour, top of your news, right on the other side. Think about time capsule for our early morning risers here on this Thursday morning.
This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. I'm not feeling too well. John Boy Billy here. Don't. Don't make him laugh. Don't make me laugh, all right, boy. All right, all right. I'll do my best. <laughs> okay. Not a good thing to say when we're getting ready to do a phone call. Yeah, yeah. well, I know. Well, we just wanted to check in with you, see how you're doing, man. Oh, I'm sorry, what, what, why? What's wrong, man? I'm just stuck in this trailer waiting the sticks with Debert and his daddy. Oh, man, Reed's still living with you guys. Yeah, him and wife number six going through that messy divorce. Oh, man. He's sleeping on the couch till he gets back on his feet. Never did patch it up with her, huh? She had a lot of growing up to do. Uh-huh. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot. You know, he likes them young. Yeah. Yesterday, he's on the phone arguing with her about who gets the easy bake oven. <laughs> young girl. I'll tell you, me too. Uh, well, tell him we hope everything turns out all right. What, what else is happening? Not too much. Uh, me and David had a weird experience yesterday morning. Uh, we pulled us a couple of lawn chairs up in the front yard. We were sitting there having a cup of coffee before work. Uh-huh. And just kind of watching the traffic go by out here on the highway. Yeah. And this big old truck with a state emblem, pulls up across the road. And a fella gets out with a shovel, and he digs him a hole. It's about two feet across and about three feet deep. Mm-hmm. And he gets back in the truck. Well, the truck just sits there for, I don't know, four or five minutes. And finally, this fella gets out of the passenger side of the truck with another shovel. He walks over to the hole and fills it back up with dirt. Mm. Oh. And then he gets back in the truck. And here's where it gets real weird. They pull up about 20 feet and stop. And the first fella gets out again, digs another hole like the first one, uh-huh. and gets back in the truck. Five minutes go by, second fella gets out. I have a dog on if he don't fill that second hole back up, oh, too. Man. And then they, he gets back in the truck, they pull up another 20 feet, same thing again. Well, so they did this four or five times while we sat there watching them. Man. And finally, curiosity got the best of me. I walked over across the road, knocked on the window of the truck, and he rolls it down. I said, excuse me there, buddy. Me and my friend over there have been watching you for the past 15 minutes. It's got us stumped. Just what in the hell are you boys doing? <laughs> he says, well, we're with the governor's highway beautification project, uh-huh. and the fellow that plants the trees called in sick today. save some time the next time you rent a dvd don't bother rewinding it the way i see it it's the next guy's problem morning radio done right
Good morning. It's a big show on the radio. Rolling through you Thursday morning. We ready? All right. Gather around. It is time for Oliver. Well, well, well. I've had quite a busy schedule as of late. Graduations, weddings, a class reunion. And the one constant among all of them, other than pigs in a blanket and little meatballs, (laughs) was dancing. Now, I'm no Fred Astaire, but I know what I can do and what I shouldn't do. But not everyone is blessed with that same common sense. Yes, anyone can dance, but not everyone should. Let me preach on it. Do you remember that episode of Seinfeld? The one where George described Elaine's dancing as a full-body dry heave set to music? (laughs) Everyone has a friend like that. And unfortunately, too many people tell those friends, you are such a good dancer, tater. That's called being an enabler. Shame on you. And because of positive reinforcement of negative abilities, they spend a lifetime as a human party favor. There's lots of different types of bad dancers. There's the root, the one who stands with both feet planted and just moves the upper body. The chicken, who doesn't move the body but just the head in sort of a pecking motion. One of my favorites is the enthusiastic big girl. Now, to be fair, Many in this category can actually dance and dance really well. The problem arises when a mass that size goes into motion, it takes a lot to slow it down. And if it gets out of control, well, I've seen entire tables of deviled eggs and pate de foie gras (laughs) annihilated by out of control, spandex clad, fleshy orbs caught up in the intoxicating beat of It's Raining Men. In the aftermath, they're usually prevented from leaving the premises until every fold has been inspected for, you know, missing customers. The horror. The horror. That's from Apocalypse Now. (laughs) Next up is the chorus boy. Now, this is almost always a frustrated musical theater performer. Since they can't seem to get a job in a theatrical production... The only place they can get their fix is on the dance floor. Now, if there's not an alternative lifestyle establishment in their neck of the woods, they'll settle for the local dive bar. He isn't hard to spot. He's the rail thin one in sequined elephant bell bottoms, a neon scarf, and doing fossy pivots and jazz hands to club band's version of achy, breaky heart. Perhaps the most sad is the shy shuffler. Now, here's a poor schlub that had no desire whatsoever to go out to a dance club with his friends. He'd rather be home with his stamp collection or cleaning the litter box or looking through his telescope. But no, his idiot friends drag him out there. Now, he knows if he lets loose, lets the music move him, he'll look like the other idiots. So he does the only thing he can. He stares at the floor and shuffles back and forth from foot to foot, like he's waiting to use the urinal and there's ten people ahead of him. Or he doesn't want the hooker to know it's his first time. Or he's hoping you don't find the body in his trunk. 
I'm just saying you know what's happening. <laughs> One of the most feared dancers is the cruise director. Why is he or she so terrifying? Because this is the person who won't rest until everyone is on the dance floor. A wedding reception, a funeral, a biker reunion, it doesn't matter. Like a steroid-addled Richard Simmons. His mission is to get you to step in. Now, why would someone do that? Well, if you pay close attention, you'll discover the answer. It's to distract from the fact that he's a horrible dancer himself. It's like a disco version of Where's Waldo? From the Charleston to the Jitterbug to the Holly Gully and the Mashed Potato to the Running Man and the Cabbage Patch, every dance has a name. Unless, of course, you're the Spaz. Like they're smuggling a triggered stun gun in their cornhole. No move is ever repeated twice. Jerky, twisting, flailing all over the place. All the time grinning like an idiot. A grin that says, I'm getting lucky tonight. But they're not. Do yourself a favor, fellas. Leave the dance floor now. The stud is here. Full head of hair, shirt unbuttoned to the navel. Pants so tight you can see every hair on his magnificently chiseled buttocks. He never takes off his sunglasses, and even though they went out of style 40 years ago, he's rocking platform shoes. And when that bass starts pumping, he shows the wannabes off the dance floor and makes a complete ass of himself. But he does it with confidence. <laughs> when a group of girls hits the dance floor together, you're witnessing the flock. A quick glance will tell you why they're alone. The shirts that don't quite cover their tummy. The long frizzy hair pulled up in a top knot. The permanent sweat stains in their pits and under their sweater yummies. The cankles. The mustaches. But that doesn't matter. They know that when the men folks see their moves and have, have had plenty to drink, that all will be forgiven. And before the night is over, brother, they'll all be going home with Mr. Right now. <laughs> Go ahead and laugh. My wife is still a great dancer. <laughs> Wish she'd do something about that damn mustache thing. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio. Hello, Flimsy Premise here. And when I'm on this side of the pond, I get my daily dose of culture and edification every morning from these two delightful lads, John Boy and Billy, right here on the big show. You know, I hate to break it to you boys, but where I come from, you're all Yankees. Oh, 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 well, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Good morning, it's a big show on the radio, rolling through you Thursday. Well, our girl Tater, besides just being so darn fun to be with, 
He does uh -oh. a great job on our <laughs> Here we go. It's like our... you're waiting for somebody to object. <laughs> yeah. Celebrity birthday list. Taylor, don't you need to run out to your car? I'm scared to turn my back so, on, this, on this crowd. <laughs> so we're talking about Martin Truex Jr. turned 42, yeah, right on top of it. Nicole Scherzinger. Schlesinger. 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 She was lead singer for the Pussycat Dolls. Right. Like 42. And then what about uh, musician Colin Hay? Oh, oh yeah. you don't want to talk 69. about him. <laughs> well, he was the driving force behind the early 80s Aussie band Men at Work. And claims that trying to write songs while driving an automobile can drive you crazy. Says he spends so much time traveling, he's forced to write many songs while on the road. But he often would lose many of the ideas because it's hard to use a pen while holding the steering wheel. But says right here, these days, he says he solved the problem by humming his ideas into a portable tape recorder. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently two, he doesn't three, do too many interviews. Four. He just saves up. <laughs> wow. So I, 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 I'm picking up what you're laying down here. That I, uh, I, uh, I need to. Uh, I, I, I got to tell you, I honestly don't get it. What do you, it all makes well, sense well, to well, me. Well, well, we've kind of got to move beyond the the tape recorder oh, okay. technology. So I you. Saying uh, I haven't quite uh, updated. So uh, I'm saying uh, it, probably not updated since the early '80s when Men at Work had you know their songs like, out there. But I'll tell you, Colin Hayes has done a lot of good album work since then. He has done good. That's stuff. his yeah, point, yeah, yeah. Mike. That's his, that's yeah. that's his point, Mike. You know how I heard him? I have a portable tape recorder. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know who it used to belong to? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so anyway, look at so that. Anyway. We're up against the break or something. Well, maybe you just you know look into it and see what he's what he's humming into these days. You just I'm wait. Sure Next birthday, <laughs> well, no. you're gonna have a when lot to 70. say. <laughs> All right, perfect, babe. I love you. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio here. The last day of June, the wedding month. Yeah, we had a big old Monday morning show about weddings uh, this week, and uh, we had one left over that we found when Tim Wilson was in with us about wedding announcements. So mm -hmm. we. We said we were going to play that, and that's what we're getting ready to do. So give you heads up on that. First, going to tell you what we're going to play for on John Boy Jeopardy in minutes. It's a hat, T-shirt, tumbler, and a $25 gas card from Law Tigers. You want to go to the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in August and win a 2022 Indian Chieftain Motorcycle? Well, for details, go to lawtigerschallenge.com or can go to our website, thebigshow.com, click on the Law Tigers banner, take you right there. Big, huge, good, fun stuff. I was talking like an Indian. Holy Big, cow, huge. somebody's got too many adjectives. <laughs> All right, hang on, we'll play for it in minutes. First, uh, the last day of the wedding month, roll that. Actual wedding announcements. Out of the news. Oh, man. oh, I love this. Oh, man. My, my wife paper. sent us that. Uh, she collected, you know, my mother's in the wedding business. Right. Dresses oh. and dreams, Gastonia, North Carolina for all your wedding needs. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and so she looks for stuff like that off the internet for my mom. So, mm -hmm. so, so it's like last names where they put them together that's going to be married. Hold on one second. Now, uh, what's the name of your mother in law's company? It's my mother. It's Dresses and Dreams. Dresses and Dreams yes. in Gastonia, North Carolina. That's right. Because uh -huh. if things go well the way I'm planning, I may be coming to see her pretty All soon. All right. I don't know. Uh, no, checks. <laughs> no checks. No checks? No checks. Well, then forget about it. <laughs>
I mean, generally we do yeah. take checks. But... We ain't like track phone. Yeah. <laughs> these are these are women who you would go ahead and guess are not going to have hyphenated names after mm. the wedding. Right. All right. So so right. it's the last name. Do, do they put the women's last name first? Yes. Normally. And, and then the guy. So here's one. Dunham. Oh, no, no. Normally it's it's the guy's name. She adds the guy's name on the end of her name. Oh yeah, well in the wedding announcements they usually put the bride's name first. Oh, okay. All right, so so here's some Dunham Favors. <laughs> Dunham Favors. I Dunham think I favors. got that ring. Yeah. The Dunham Favors yeah. wedding. I like this one. Like George went, you know, mm-hmm. George the actor, went at away. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the groom? Went that away. That's him. Where is he? Here's one. Filler quick. (laughs) (laughs) I like this one. It's kind of a fun little Mm -hmm. two name together. Wiener Whipple. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wish Marcy was in here. Oh, she'd love that one. Drink wine layer. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie said, tell me about it. <laughs> Somebody go get Phil. Here's one. Hmm? Butts McCracken. <laughs> the Butts McCracken wedding. I'm here for the Butts McCracken wedding. Yeah, sure my, here's not. my favorite one coming next. Uh, Do it, John. Uh, Fears Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're headed for trouble already. Uh, brother, I feel your pain. Fears Johnson. Uh, some that we can't mm. do. Yeah. Here's another one. Aiken Johnson. Aiken <laughs> uh, okay. Johnson. This one to do with the name, and then the last one is Rising. So y'all mm-hmm. just fill in the blank for that one. Yeah. Here's another one we can't do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, uh, is, what, what, what does that say? Oh, oh, it is one, Billy. Aiken mm. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Aiken Johnson. Mm-hmm. I hear him. Bush Grabber. <laughs> the Bush Grabber way. Yeah. <laughs> King Woody. <laughs> what did they mean? Pulling Wood. <laughs> That's Tim Wilson's next album title. <laughs> Fillinger Good. Mm, well. <laughs> <laughs> Those two crazy you kids. Like this? Yeah. McDonald Burger. <laughs> oh. And then some of Ike Turner's friends. Wacker Daily. Wacker Daily. <laughs> the Wacker Daily wedding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I love some of the stories back when, uh, of course, Randy There's one on here that's unbelievably great, but you can't do it. Can you spell like, it? No, no, no. no. Talking about Randy, when he used to videotape weddings yeah. uh, for his mom, it was part of the whole wedding package. Yeah, some of the stories that Randy has about some of the weddings mm-hmm. in his hometown of Gastonia. Ooh. I like the one the bride wore tight white dress with orange panties. Yes. <laughs> oh wait, wait, and to complete the ensemble, no shoes. <laughs> what about the guy when the when the father of the bride came in with tobacco? A child tobacco, and we said, "But you're gonna have to spit." And I ain't spitting all my tobacco. I paid good money for that. I said, "I came with it. I'm leaving with it." That's right. <laughs> you're kidding. Now that's the same guy. Uh, the the father of the bride didn't like the groom very well, but he so he he kind of came under duress anyway right so he mm. came to the wedding wearing a dale earnhardt t-shirt 
And well, I that's heard black what he was wore. formal. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm the man in black. Uh, one of the one of the people I love in the world more than anybody else, my cousin. He was going through a uh, a, a child. Um, what do they call it? Um, custody battle. Yeah, custody battle. And he Lucky goes into guess. court. He goes into court. <laughs> he goes into court, and he loses the the uh, the battle. And I said, "Well, what did you wear to court?" And he said, uh, "Well, what I got on." Mm. Had on a Hank Jr. T-shirt and some coaching shorts. <laughs> I said, you need to go get you, go to a men's warehouse, get a cheap pair of khakis, a white shirt, a tie. Get a briefcase with nothing in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. He went back a couple of years later to court. I told him, wear that. Uh-huh. And boom, won the case. Wow. And he says, I don't know. I thought they'd just go by, you know. I said, Hank Jr. T-shirt and coaching <laughs> shorts is not going to win anything in court. Oh man! Well, you can't even spell that one. You can't no, spell it no, out. No. It's so funny. That's yeah. tough. You you can use it in Knoxville, Tennessee, at the Comedy there Zone this weekend. Uh, Thursday That's through Sunday. Yeah, Thursday through Sunday. Can I use it the following week in Charlotte, North Carolina, Absolutely. at the Comedy Zone? You can use it every oh, night from on now Wednesday on. through Saturday. <laughs> yes, well, I don't think I've done those quite as many times as the church blooper. You haven't done anything. there's a joke that Goober did at one time, and you tell the joke all the time. Well, let's don't not tell him I'm sick. Just tell him, I'm, you know, don't tell him I'm drunk. Tell him I'm sick. Then tell him you blew the punchline. Yeah. I'm gonna have to do it again, boys. Yeah. So you remember. <laughs> All right, here you go, y'all. Let's play John Boy Jeopardy for the big Law Tigers prize pack. Statistically speaking, mm. the two years you are most likely to do this are the year you are born and the year you retire. Uh, is it poop your pants? <laughs> <laughs> Possible. Just keep an eye on that. What y'all got? 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You told free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy. Next. Good morning, it's the Big Show on the radio. We're rolling through Thursday, rolled in a July 4th weekend. Going to the beach? Well, check out our video today. Bubba's first beach trip. Trip? <laughs> I don't know, maybe she let go of Bubba's hand at the last moment. <laughs> See what would mean at thebigshow.com. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's... And now a man who says Thursday needs a hook like TGIF. Has he got one? Of course not. <laughs> He's John Boy. Thank you. Some people have a thirsty Thursday. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay, let's go to Randy out of Forsyth, Georgia. He's first up. Good morning, Randy. Hey, Johnny and the gang. Hey, hey. buddy. Welcome. All right, Randy, you first up. Uh, this is a strange statistic here. So, statistically speaking, the two years you are most likely to do this are the year you are born and the year you retire. Well, leave it to me after 40 years of trying to get through to get the strange question. <laughs> I'm just going to throw something out there to see if it sticks, but I'm going to say cry, John. You say cry. Okay. Cry. Well, is it cry? Seven, seven. Oh. 
Oh, man. How about that? I know you cry when you're born, right? And then mm-hmm. when you retire, exactly. maybe you tear up a little bit. Not not a bad guess, Randy. I won't be crying well. the day we retire. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, I, I guess maybe maybe I can have a move and I'll be happy, John. All right, buddy. You got it, man. Uh, you know you can get through. You try again, Ranch. Appreciate y'all. Thank uh, you. Bye, buddy. Thank you. Have a great day. Let's go to... Captain Caswell in Knoxville, Tennessee. Good morning, Captain. John Boy and Billy. <laughs> hey, man, there you are. How you doing? I am excellent. How you doing? Man, we're doing good. Y'all, y'all remember Captain? Mm-hmm. He just got through a few a few weeks ago. He's one that sounds like John Force. I was letting himself say, go. His tribute to John Force is a killer. <laughs> I, I like that. It ain't, it, it's only. Once every six months is when I went. It was back in February. <laughs> all right. Oh, so I thought maybe you kind of got through and lost, but uh, all right, you got a winning streak going here on the big show. I'm done. This is my fifth time caller. All right, man. <laughs> all right. Well, statistically speaking, two years you are most likely to do this. The year you're born, the year you retire. What can it be, Captain? I believe it's dying. You say dying. Well, let's see. Seven. It is dying. Wow. Now, so the year you're born, that is like your first year? Yeah, mortality rate. Yeah, okay, you're, you're, okay, when, you're, you're baby, because you're a small size. Less than one year yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. And then when you retire. Well, your, immune, your immune system is a lot lower when you're a child. If uh, that builds up and when you get old... It's reverse. It's breaking you know, down again. Right. So retire. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Where are y'all going later? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Gavin, you got the big old Law Tigers prize pack, buddy. You hang on, Jackie. Hook you up. Well, hey, wait a minute. Can I give a shout out? Well, of course you can. Well, I wanted to give a shout out to all my friends here. In Knoxville and my buddies at WIMZ 103.5, which is the station that I listen to you gentlemen on. Well, all right, Cam, we appreciate you, buddy. Well, you guys have a great day and have a good Fourth of July. Happy Thanks, Independence Day to you, Cam. Hang on, buddy. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Right. Hey, Pat Benatar's husband. Yes, he's on the other side of this report. Hang on. Good morning. It's a big show on the radio rolling through your Thursday morning. All right. And his man on the line been waiting on, Neil Thomas Geraldo, an American musician, record producer, arranger, songwriter, best known as a musical partner of Pat Benatar since 1979. And the life partner for a good while. Too. <laughs> well, I was going to get to that. In 1982, he sealed the deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he married Pat Benatar. Right. And I'm guessing still happy to this day. Good morning, Neil. 
Good morning, fellas. You guys got voices that make everybody want to wake up. I like that. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Well, you wake on up then. Now, where, where are you right now, geographically? Well, well, I am sitting in my dressing room in Williamton, uh, North Carolina. Wow. Getting ready to do sound check in about, ooh, about an hour from now. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. Awesome, buddy. Well, good. Well, man, it is a pleasure to have you on here, Neil. Uh, just, uh, man, uh, so have it start just uh, you in the music business. Now, first, Jackie's so excited because you're in the bourbon business, too. And we're, yeah. <laughs> Mostly. She's more excited. Than yeah. Oh, and, and, and yeah. By, by the way, our parent company, iHeartRadio, Neil will be appearing uh, at the iHeartRadio Music Festival coming up this September. Yep, yep. And congratulations, you will be inducted along with your lovely bride into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this November, man. Yay. That is awesome. Yeah. May I just interrupt for a second? Okay. I, I watched your daughter on a reality TV show. She's gorgeous and has a heart of gold. I could just tell. Uh, and she's so beautiful. She's, she's beautiful. She has the sweetest heart. I could tell. Such a Oh, yeah. it, it was what a bunch of celebrity stuff. kids on the show. On the ranch? Yes. I saw yes. that too. I sure did. Yes, man. she is so gorgeous. But she was trying to make sure everybody got along. And I thought, this uh-huh. girl is so sweet. She must be a lot uh-huh. like her mother. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's so sweet that when she came back from doing that show, she said, she goes, Papa, I'm really interested in, in getting horses. Could we just like buy three or four horses? I said, Hannah. Wow. I'll be happy to get you the horses, but one person you know is not going to be taking care of those horses, and that's me. (laughs) I know some girls and them horses. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. But she is sweetheart and a great. Let me just add this to it: an incredible, incredible songwriter, Mm -hmm. singer, and actress. She is a phenomenal. Uh, you, wait until you see what she's going to be doing next. She's just incredible. Man, incredible. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, please keep us up to date on that. And uh, I will. Look at you, Neil. Man, she comes from good stock. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. <laughs> so uh, yeah, well, about you in the music business, buddy. Just, uh, just lay it out for us, man. How, how did it happen? Well, you know. I've been writing a book now for about 15 years. I should have wrote it 25 years ago. Maybe it'd be out by now. Take it forever. It could really give you like the backstory of how everything happened. But right. in the uh, late 70s, I joined the Rick Derringer Band. Oh, so it's yeah. called Derringer 1970, right at the end of 77, 78. And um, it was phenomenal. But I, I was playing more as a, I was in the band, uh, even though live I was playing a lot of guitar. I played a lot of piano on a record called Guitars of Women. And uh, it was just uh, something that happened afterwards. I, 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 I had a little break and uh, randomly was able to meet an up-and-coming singer, which you all know, and uh, we headed off great musically. We became musical partners, and, uh, and, and, and what we've done uh, musically kind of spoke for itself, and that was the underlying story. Nobody really knew that we were uh, actually partners, even though one person's name was on the record, obviously, and, and, and rightfully so. It's, it's her, her voice, and she's phenomenal. But it was a partnership, and that's how we began. But I, my, my, my expedition, I call it, started early. I was six years old when my father bought me a guitar, and then at 11, he brought home a, a upright piano with broken keys, so I learned how to play piano, then drums, and I've always been in music my whole life. Wow. That's it. That is and, awesome. And since you've been married for 40 years, we already know how you got into the bourbon business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, the uh, building a bourbon 
company and Spirit's company is a lot like putting a band together, really, because you have to pick the best uh, the best players, the best people have a great team. You know, I, I've always believed in teams. Nobody ever does anything themselves. You need people that want to do the best thing, they, the best work they can do, stay in their lane, and make everybody better, like a great ball player. Make other people better, right? And that's, yeah. that's the key to the Spirits Company, too, as well as the band. Well, y'all look for uh, next bourbon, three-chord, three-chord uh, bourbon. How did you come up with that name, Nick? Neil? Okay, so here's how the name, the name came like this. Um, I tried all these great names. I had names like Legato. I mean, the beautiful, beautiful names, right? <laughs> and and I couldn't get them. And finally, my trademark attorney says, you know what? The reason you don't have the name is because the best one didn't happen. I woke up the next day because I get up really early, like 4.25 in the morning. I came I says, wait a minute, three chords in the truth. <laughs> Integrity, truth. I just... And that's too much of a mouthful. So I went for three-chord bourbon. Uh, my attorney did a run with the name, and we were actually, I was happy to get it. We yeah. actually trademarked it. For <laughs> very good. I, I thought it might be because it has been said that all you need to learn is three chords to be a musician on a guitar anyway. Well, <laughs> well, he probably likes well, the three chords in the truth thing a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but is, is, is that like a, a quote from, is it Pete Seeger or somebody like that? No, it's uh, Harlan Howard. Harlan Howard. Uh, okay. and, yeah, he, he came up with the quote, which is, in reality, what it means is that in order to, to write a song, you, you could be able to write a song with three chords because there's a natural progression, that, mm. you know, one, four, and five. It has resolution, everything in it. So if you could write a chord with three chords, a song with three chords, you don't, you don't really need any more. And that's the mm. truth in its basic element. So. Mm. And with the Spirits Company, I wanted to create a uh, a backstory of a of a give back because I'm a musician. So the critical part, uh, the fundamental part of the company was to establish a foundation and a give back program. And I've done that, and I'm in the process of doing, for lack of a better name, the Neil Geraldo Foundation, which is going to sponsor and do great things for musicians in need. I have lots of friends that have a terrible stories, terrible health. I, I want to uh, improve the life of uh, lives of so many musicians out there that are struggling, and to get help for all of them. So it's it's a great cause, and we're we're behind it 100. Oh, so. percent That is that is awesome, Neil, and obviously a, a great man, man. In this in this business, married uh, 40 years, already saw what you did with your wonderful daughter, and going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and just a uh, man is just it's just awesome. Uh, our listeners to get three chord bourbon. What's the best way that they can find it? Well, let's see. Uh, well, I think we're in close to, I'm not sure how many states we're in. We may be in like maybe more than 30, 32 oh, or something. Right. So there's, like, I think you go to, there's a lot of, out, out, what do you call it, online outlets. But if you go to threechordbourbon.com, threechordbourbon.com, or threechordbourbon's Facebook or Instagram, you, you get all the information where you can right. purchase, find, we have a lot of expressions we call them, but you know, there's a there's a strange collaboration which has a give back program to a young man who who passed away who was a, a flyer, um, you know, uh, what do you call it, a jumper, and he had a tragic accident. So his father started the vineyard. We used his uh, penal barrels to put our bourbon in. It's called Strange Collaboration. We uh, proceeds go into the Johnny Strange Foundation, uh, and all kinds. We got a, a whiskey drummer, you know, uh, vintage, uh, you know. Kentucky bourbon, we got blends. We got all kinds of stuff going on. But 
if you go to the website and you go to the Facebook page, you can learn all about mm-hmm. where we're at, where you can Awesome. And where you can get back to as well. So. That's neat, man. Neil Giraldo, the verse worker, sold over 45 million records, contributions, and produced five Grammy Awards, an additional four Grammy nominations, going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this November. iHeartRadio Music Festival, 3chordbourbon.com. Neil, it's a pleasure to have a hope we could get to meet you in person sometime, buddy, and hope you'll keep up with us. We appreciate you taking time with uh-huh. us. I would, I would love to keep up with you fellas. Like I said, you guys keep people awake. You're having too much fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to brag, but we're in the North Carolina Broadcasters <laughs> Hall of Fame with Andy Griffith and Charles Carrollton. Uh, and we've all drank bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you drink it fully enough this morning. So. Yeah, no, uh, too early. All right, Neil. Thank you, buddy. Have a great day. Uh, you too. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate it. All right, my man. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. morning it's a big show on the radio coming up in about 20 minutes all things nascar it's on track with doug rice right now ladies and gentlemen it's time once again for our mysterious visitor from the east the all-seeing all-knowing and former cut man on the view 
Tarmac, the magnificent. Tarmac, I hold in my hands the envelopes. As a child of four can plainly see, these envelopes are hermetically sealed. They've been kept in a mayonnaise jar at Duke's headquarters since noon yesterday. No one knows the contents of these envelopes but you. In your mystical and semi-divine way, will ascertain the answers to these questions, having never before seen the questions. Are you ready? Well, I've already got the hat on, so sure, let's do <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Envelope number one. Minions. Minions. What's the opposite of women-ions? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My yard guy wrote that one for me. He said, and I quote, you can use this on one of your little skits. <laughs> well, hold it on. All right. Envelope well, number two. The panini, the hoagie, and the grinder. The panini, the hoagie, and the grinder. Name three upgrades you can buy at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch in Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of a la carte. <laughs> Got envelope number three. Man versus wild. Man versus wild. Describe Steve Harvey brushing his teeth. <laughs> it got got a some gators. Yeah, boy, boy. Yes. <laughs> All right. We're at envelope number four. Space Jam. Space Jam. What's between Luke Skywalker's toes? <laughs> My yard guy did that one, too. <laughs> yeah, we're at number five. The Gallup Poll. The Gallup Poll. Where would you find a horse at a strip club? Anyone? Anyone? Where's envelope number six? Whoop dee doo. Hmm. Whoop dee doo. What does a hunter look for when he's tracking a whoopty? <laughs> tracking a oh, whoopty. 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 <laughs> we're at envelope number seven. Fitty cent. Fitty cent. How much would it cost to get Amber Heard to sign a movie deal right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's a stretch. You know, envelope number eight. Orange is the new black. Orange is the new black. Where did the Real Housewives of Atlanta get their hair done? <laughs> <laughs> You've seen them, right? They're experimenting with different colors, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Yes, yes. All right, and we're at envelope number nine. Weed and feed. Weed and feed. What does Tommy Chong call a dinner date? <laughs> These are all or, like way horrors. Or any other meal, really. <laughs> yes. And Tarmac, I hold in my hands the final envelope. Not a moment too soon, apparently. <laughs> Moonshiners, naked and afraid, and cops. Moonshiners, naked and afraid, and cops. 
Describe date night at Booger Branch. <laughs> you nailed it. You are tarmac. The magnificent. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Good morning, y'all. Big Show is on your radio. Hello, all you perky early risers. Here's just the thing to wake you up and get your blood pumping. The John, Boy, and Billy Big Show. Why, before you know it, you'll be bouncing off the walls just like me. Ooh-wah, ooh-wah, ooh-wah. See what I mean? It's a big show on the radio, rolling through Thursday, last day of June. Well, of course, coming up this August, what is that date? August the 5th, Sturgis, the biggest motorcycle rally in America, and proud sponsor of the big show, Law Tigers, got several ways for you to win. You can check out their website, lawtigers.com, just click on that banner at thebigshow.com. And here's one you got to register before July the 15th. It's the Law Tigers Challenge, powered by Indian Motorcycles. Right in the big show's backyard here, Kings Mountain, right outside mm-hmm. Kings Mountain, man, these motorcycles, every one of them handmade. We got a 2022 Indian Chieftain MSRP of $30,000 going to be given away to a lucky listener. What the deal is, as a challenger, you get chosen. We're going to choose 15 lucky winners. You'll get travel money to and from the rally and a chance to win that 2022 Indian Chieftain. The challenge starts August 5th, runs through the 14th during the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. Though that prize package is a big one. So you got to get registered for it before July 15th. LawTigersChallenge.com. We got it set up. You can click on the banner. When you make your visit to thebigshow.com. And good luck from Law Tigers and The Big Show. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to get in the winner's circle, the current events quiz. Take C, get a Happy Jack prize pack full of dog and cat products. Happy Jack, celebrating 78 years of veterinary products for dogs, cats, and horses. Available at better farm and garden stores, including Tractor Supply. Always ask for Happy Jack, Pearlwood, HappyJackInc.com, or go to TheBigShow.com. Click on the Happy Jack banner. And get you some. Hang on, win you some here in a sec. Right now, on track with Doug Rice, the man from his network studios at Charlotte Motor Speedway for the Performance Racing Network. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, John Boy Billy. Randy, pleasure to be with you. Uh, nice to have Nashville in the rearview mirror. Took a while to get that one in, but I'm sure all the Chase Elliott fans are 
happy with the conclusion of that one. Yeah, man. What, what time did that wrap up? About 1 o'clock? I, I couldn't make it to the end on that. <laughs> I don't know. It was a little bleary-eyed by the time it ended. I think in the East, it was right before midnight, scheduled 5.30 start, but they had three weather delays right. during the race and some you know naturally occurring cautions, and so slowed everything down. And for the bulk of that race, it looked like, one of the Toyotas would win it. Maybe Martin Truex Jr. gets his first win, or Kyle Busch gets another one, or Denny Hamlin. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it was Chase Elliott that uh, took over late in the race, uh, outfoxed everybody by staying out on the last caution, and several cars directly behind him, including Kurt Busch and Ryan Blaney, didn't come into pit. Other big hitters like Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin did, and when they restarted it, they just didn't have enough time to come up through the pack uh, on fresh tires to make a difference. And Chase Elliott picks up win number two, his second win on a, on an oval this year and his second win on a concrete oval. I don't know if huh. that means anything, but it's worth saying. How about that? And uh, Chase is atop the standings. And Ross Chastain, number two, and that's a name of that been used to seeing atop the points now. No, it's not. I mean, the guy spent a lot of his career in not great equipment, and now that he is in really good equipment, uh, I, he's making a difference. And and good on him. We're talking a lot about him, and I've, I've been impressed with everything he's done this year. And for the first time this year on the flip side, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe Chase Elliott can make a deep run into the playoffs. He's got two wins without winning on a road course, which is where most of his wins have taken place of in, in past. So uh, I think those two would be solid favorites to be in the final four when we get to Phoenix. And, Doug, looking at the top ten in standings, the, in the top ten without a race win, Ryan Blaney in number three, uh, Martin Truex Jr., number seven, Christopher Bell in eighth spot. Uh, that's the three with no wins in the top ten. I feel good about all of those guys making it to the playoffs. We've talked a lot this year. What if we have 16, 17 different winners and it pushes a person out of the playoffs that has a win? That's not happened yet. I, I think as each race goes by, that, that lessens with the chance. There are nine races left in the regular season and you would have to have a slew of new winners that haven't haven't done anything yet to come on and win. So I, I think those guys are all safe to get to the playoffs. All righty. Uh, announcement from Martin Truex Jr. Speaking of Martin. Yep, Martin Truex Jr. is going to hang around for another year. A lot of speculation. A lot of it sort of fueled by him that he might hang it up after this year. But he said, nope, he's going to come back. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is also going to return uh, to race for JTG Doherty Racing next year. So a couple of drivers that uh, their futures weren't certain say they are going to be back. And you know what? That takes two chairs out of play in the driver's musical chair game. That's it, buddy. And, of course, Doug, uh, the one of the, the, the main men in the history of NASCAR, what he's done – no, you've got to work for him for years, and I got a, we got a great chance, you know, to be around him and, and know the man. Bruton Smith passed away at age 95 since we've talked. Well, Bruton Smith, if there is a Mount Rushmore, and it's kind of cliche to say for sports, of people that built this sport, mm -hmm. Bruton Smith's face got to be on it up there with uh, – Big Bill France and uh, Bill France Jr. and Bruton Smith, mm -hmm. their faces have to be on that because without 
Bruton pushing so many innovations in this mm-hmm. game, lighting a super speedway, building condos, a speedway club, emphasis on the, the entertainment around the races as much as the races themselves. Uh, he, he was an innovator. Uh, he was a pioneer in this game. And I hope people appreciate that. I, that man got more delight out of seeing bulldozers move earth around because he knew he was building something new and exciting every time that happened. And uh, it, it's been an honor to have worked for him for 33 years and worked with him to, to help move this sport along. But he's truly easily one of one of the giants in the game and i would say that even if if, if i hadn't been working for you know him. i can think of a lot of the things that that he that you just ticked off like the condos and some of these other off the wall kind of ideas that at the time we would go no way who would and then we'd go, now you look back and you go well that was a really good yeah. idea wasn't it yeah, yeah it turned out pretty well <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I interviewed daryl waltrip for a special show that we did by the way if you want to hear our latest uh, fast talk show on prn go uh-huh. to our website at goprn.com it's dedicated to bruton and awesome. a lot of really cool things there if, that you can find on our website but dw tells the story that after he won the coca-cola 600 bruton came over and gave him a big hug and he goes you know one of those condos down there in turn one has your name on it. And D- DW got all excited. He thought they were giving him a condo <laughs> for winning the race. No, he wanted to buy one. Didn't yeah. He? And he goes, no, he says, one of those has your name on it. You can have it for $75,000. And, 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 and that Darryl was a deal. Says, says, I don't, I, no. He says, nobody's going to buy condos at a racetrack. They buy condos at the beach. And then like three years later, when they had quadrupled in price, I think Bruton came back up and hugged him again. He says, that would have been a deal at $75,000. Okay. Yeah. And that, that's a very brutal thing to do. But he pushed the envelope. He he made this sport better and grew it in, in a lot of positive directions. Mm-hmm. And, and he was right there, you know, kind of tweaking NASCAR, you know. If it's a, you know, a give and take, a go back and he forth. He controlled you know? enough dates on the calendar that he was able to keep <laughs> the was. pressure on them a little yeah. bit. He did. Yeah. It, especially later on as Speedway Motorsports grew. When I got here in 88, PRN had two races a year. We did the two wow. Charlotte races. Well, fast forward now to 2022, and next year we'll be doing 14 races. And so mm-hmm. that's that's how he expanded his footprint. And you're right, Billy. He had a he had enough capital in the game mm-hmm. that his suggestions were given a lot of merit. And and I think he I think they pushed each other. You know, yeah. in in all sports, there's got to be a rivalry to make things better larry bird and magic johnson made each other better Mm -hmm. david pearson and richard petty did the same and i think bruton smith along with the france family made each other better and pushed this sport forward because he was the kind of guy he could say i think this is a good idea in fact i think we're going to go ahead and do it and that would change the whole (laughs) perspective on what's going on Yeah, because he didn't have to turn around and 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 line up a lot of people to agree with that we're going to build a speedway club Fine dining at a racetrack. I mean, <laughs> racetracks were, you know, hot dogs and bologna and cheese sandwiches. Yeah. And 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 thirty some years later, the Speedway Club's still there and still thriving. Yeah. So uh, he was able to do some maverick type things that really helped this sport. And now they're taken sort of for granted. Uh, the expansion of suites and that sort of seating, that started a lot here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And, you know, you throw around like a self-made man, but, man, he really was. He promoted his first race before he was 18 years old, right? Mm-hmm. 18 and at, just at what the, he did. At the old Charlotte Motor Speedway, and he 
a lot of people, there's a misconception that Bruton was born to money, mm-hmm. and that's that's far from the truth. This He he was uh, a member of a big family that didn't have a lot, but he went out and figured out how to promote races. He tried his hand at driving, and then, of course, he was a dual track in the sense that, you know, he was, was a mogul in the car business also, mm-hmm. and, you know, and that's kind of started modestly with town and country here in Charlotte, yep. but then that expanded too, so he had two areas that he was very adept at. And it's funny, the office that he worked out of most of the time at Town & Country, uh, which is a dealership in Charlotte, North Carolina, was just this little tiny regular salesperson's office. You guys have probably all been in there. Uh You'd go in there and you'd go, well, this is not where a billionaire hangs out. (laughs) Now, he, he he had an office that was for entertaining when... Big shots came to town, but most of the time he worked out of one like any other car salesman. That looked like, for years, like it looked probably the day they built it. Yeah. Yeah. There's little things you can tell he didn't have much growing up because I love, in every suite he had, every racetrack, ice cream bars. Uh, Yeah. Gotta have ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, Because Because, uh, when growing up, that was a luxury that his family could barely afford. And he said, you know, if I ever make it to a certain level, we're going to have ice cream, and, which which is always nice to know where Bruton Sweet was at the racetrack. It was, and, and he never counted how many that I had. Too. Yeah, well, but he did Rayford. He always got on Rayford. Rayford, Rayford would go out with five or six popsicles in his pocket. Yeah, Rayford would take them out. So I think yeah, right those there. are supposed to be consumed in the sweet. <laughs> All right, Doug. Good stuff, buddy. All right, good, thanks, great thanks for letting me talk about it. Uh, it was we, an honor. All right, thank you so much. Uh, Road Road America. Uh, this weekend uh nice road course uh elkhart lake wisconsin uh last year that was won by chase elliott mm. and he seems to be coming into his own but the the other threats i think on the road course now after what we saw at sonoma you got to put uh, the two track house teams in there ross chastain and daniel suarez kyle larson and chase elliott and i like the fact that the race around the 4th of July. That'll be July 3rd. Is it a place called Road America? That just mm. seems to be fitting. Yeah, good stuff. All right, Doug. Thank you so much, buddy. Thanks, we will guys. catch up with you next week. Uh, follow Doug on Twitter at Riceman61 and go PRN.com with that uh, podcast there with Daryl Waltrip about brooding. Yeah. All right. Good deal. All right, Billy. Well, let's play this current events quiz. What are we dealing with? Our word of the day, shrink. Inflation. One eight hundred. Make sure you toll free line. Take C and win. We play next. Good morning. It's a big show on the radio. Rolling through your Thursday, the 30th of June. Yeah, break open July on our Friday tomorrow. Friday. Mm-hmm. Hey, check out the video. And you see Bubba's first beach trip. Trip. Man, that's why you need leashes on dogs on the beach. It can be dangerous for us Bubba's. <laughs> check it out at thebigshow.com. Make a daily visit. And right now, Pep Squad. Let's say hey to William from Cassette, South Carolina. Good morning, William. 
Good morning. How are y'all? Hey, we're all good. Welcome. All right, William. Good time to get through, buddy. You listen to Bill and win this prize pack. Well, you may not know the word shrinkflation, but you've probably experienced it. It's a packaging trick that's used by companies to avoid having to just raise their prices on their products. They just make the packages slightly smaller. The most familiar example is probably your typical bag of potato chips, which seem to have a lot more air in them than they used to. Now, snack companies will say the air is meant to keep the chips from breaking, but, you know, we didn't just fall off the turnip truck. <laughs> One of the most annoying examples of shrinkflation in action is, A, those slightly narrower rolls of toilet paper that don't quite fit your bathroom wall dispenser the way they used to, B, the 8-ounce cans of Coke that cost the same as the 12-ounce cans, or C, the disappointing new Two Musketeers candy bar. <laughs> what you got, I'll William? I Two Musketeers. Do you have the thing with the toilet paper at your house? No, no. Our no. toilet paper holder, the rolls just don't seem to fit the way they used to. And my wife said, it's because they're not making them exactly the same size as they used to. The hmm. rolls are narrower or something. It depends on which kind you buy. Everything they get. I hadn't noticed yeah. that on the TP, but I will. <laughs> get back to me on that, okay? <laughs> He's still using the catalogs. <laughs> right. You know. right. Uh, oh, by the way, Uncle Willie said sweet corn's in. Uh, I don't know why I remembered that. All right, William. Hey, buddy. Big old Happy Jack prize pack is headed ah. down to South Carolina. Corn cob. Yeah, you got it, buddy. All right, man. You earned it. Yes, yeah, much as you can Oh, by it, the way, baby. first time caller. Well, all right. Way to make the most of it, yeah. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. That'll give us about 20 minutes if we can run our agent Murray down. Some fun out Good morning, it's the Big Show on the radio, Thursday, June the 30th, head into July 4th weekend. Yeah, now it feels like summertime. Oh, let's see what's going on here at the start of summer at J.D.'s. Howdy, friends. Well, it's pretty near the start of summer, and you know what that means. Getting outdoors and aggravating your uppity neighbors with a significantly less than sophisticated lifestyle. And JD's 24-hour drive-through Pontagon Auto Parts Pharmaceutical Adult Gift Bait and Tackle Discount Cigarette Outlet aims to please with items that's sure to make your summer more fun than throwing M80s at a picture of Nancy Pelosi. The only mention of waterboarding at that briefing was that it was not being employed. Yeah, and Pepo's farts smell like roses, you liar. That's right, neighbors, and introducing it every J.D. 
Ladies location, the recently add-on department, just right for the significant female in your life by the name of Slut Up, you old lady. I wouldn't lie to you for a lifetime supply of homemade soup, beans, and cornbread. Air JD's professionally trained tattoo artists can accurately place offensive tattoos anywhere on her body, including those inexplainable tram stamps above her butt cheeks on her lower back, roses on her ankles, butterflies on her boobies, tongue piercings, or the classic pot leaf found on any extremity. That's gonna look hot, baby. Plus, our trailer trash designers are professionally trained by the former costume department for Britney Spears and Christine Alligator. We got tank tops, bikini tops, cut-off denim, strappy sandals, water bras, foundation, lip gloss, Skinner tickets, and offensive ball caps, cheap wigs, acne kits, grocery bags, and a wide array of business cards that refer her to a local dentist. And for a limited time only, get a free carton of full-flavor Tahoe's with Ever Pedicure. 100s only, please. We got body lotion, camshafts, subwoofers, cell phones, handguns, tire irons, dirty books, fuel cleaners, Tylenol, gas grills, and more illegal copies of Sling Blade on DVD than my high school science teacher who's in jail for stalking Billy Bob Thornton since 1995. Bible says two men ought not lay together. Not funny, ha-ha, funny queer. And come on down this Saturday night at our Piney Flats, Tennessee location to see Justin Joyner, the mustard lover. Watch him drink four pints of mustard and relax with a dip of skull, an energy drink, and drive the ladies wild with his extraordinary abilities of curing swine flu with the sweat from his armpits. He's revolutionary. So come on down to JD's 24-hour drive-thru, Pontagon Auto Parts Pharmaceutical Adult Gift Bait and Tackle Discount Cigarette Outlet. Come visit our new location in West Memphis, Arkansas, next to the I-40 drive-thru pain clinic and well-endowed Razorback Cheerleader Observatory. And you better get there now before President Obamer throws them on the bailout list. Do it today! JD's, JD's, what a Southern boy needs. It's a big show on the radio Thursday, June the 30th. Right. See if Seal's on the desk over at Murray's office. Hello, Red Hot Town Incorporated. Is this Mr. Pesto? No, this is... John Boy and Billy here. Well, excuse me while I boogaloo. <laughs> You're not really the happy talk kind of secretary, are you? There, see how much time that saved us? <laughs> so, can we talk to Murray? You know, I would love that, because if you're talking to him, you're not talking to me. Ooh. Hold on. Hey, Murray! Jim Boy Bobby, I'm too! Too late! Already told him you were in! <laughs> Hi, please. Be right with you. Thank you. Hello, Jimbo. Love ya. Mean it. Yeah. Hey, babe, just cleaning out the archives, a.k.a. the storage shed behind the building, and I made a very interesting discovery. Remember those Jimbo and Bobby custom golf clubs we produced a while back? A while back, man. That was years ago. You actually found some of the clubs? None of the clubs, just a big box full of the custom club head covers. You know, the one with the weird-looking Jimbo and Bobby voodoo doll heads on it. <laughs> Did we order more head covers and clubs? No, as I recall, people kept returning the two-headed covers because they thought they were, I believe they put it, defective. <laughs> or as one buyer put it, the people at my driving range find this cover off-putting and borderline disturbing. I get where they're coming from, too. You and Bobby like some kind of third-string Muppets that got pulled from the lineup because they were freaking out all the kids on Sesame Street. All right, it's not our best-looking souvenir ever. No, indeed. But I think I've got an idea that could actually 
actually get them to sell. Oh. Picture this. We repackage them as Jimbo and Bobby's Mutant Beanie Babies from the <laughs> Island of Misfit Toys. Mutant Beanie Babies? Sure, they might not fly off the shelves in the middle of summer, but it could be a hot item in October when the Spirit Halloween store starts selling all those scary yard decorations. <laughs> uh, we get it. They're weird looking. Well, then let's move on to surprise number two. I also found a factory seal case of Jimbo and Bobby Pocket Rock. <laughs> the little pocket-sized sausages in the plastic pouch like a pickle. The box says, perfect for a quick snack on the go. You know, <laughs> I think I can move these, too. <laughs> Murray, there's no way those things are still edible. I'm not talking about edible. I say we rebrand them as Jimbo and Bobby Potato Cannon Stink Load. <laughs> the ultimate weapon for your drunken summertime lake party. <laughs> Sounds gross. Now you're getting it. <laughs> we can't sell people 20-year-old expired food. Well, why not? The hot dog heater at 7-Eleven's been doing it for years. <laughs> yeah, but those only taste 20 years old. Son, do you want to liquidate some ill-advised back inventory because you don't act like it? I guess you're not interested in a hidden stash of Jimbo and Bobby's butt rub. Oh, the seasoning mix from Big Show Foods? No, this is the carton of Ben Gay from the summer you decided you were going to get in shape and pull the glute about three days in. Well, I think we're going to take a pass on that one, too. Do you want to throw any of this stuff in on Jimbo's weekly Why in the World Would He Save This giveaway? <laughs> I think all the stuff you're talking about probably needs to go from the storage shed straight to the dumpster. Suit yourself. It's going to take me most of the day to move all this crap, though, so if you change your mind... I doubt, I doubt we're going to change our mind. Fine, fine. We could be missing some unique profit opportunities, but whatever. <laughs> Let's do the lunch thing later. Have your machine. Call my machine. And give my love to Bobby. That's Billy. Him, too. And Jimbo. What? Call me. Good morning to Big Show's on the radio. And more Big Show right around the corner. This is Buzz Nutley with a bulletin. Big Show News Reporter live on the scene of a major disaster. I've never seen such carnage, and may I remind you that I was at the Great Donner Pass Barbecue Eating Debacle of 1999. <laughs> this is much, much worse. It's a massacre of mammoth proportions. The tattered carcasses of other morning shows litter the battlefield. You're listening to the victors in this morning radio war. John Boy and Billy on The Big Show. Now can I turn in my expense receipts? <laughs> About 24 hours from right now, we'll be announcing the winner of John Boy's Wonderful Things giveaway number 32 out of the office, a limited edition set of bobbleheads depicting four generations of NASCAR's royal family, including the patriarch, the paterfamilias, Lee Petty, King Richard, Kyle, and his late son, Adam Petty. You can see the bobbleheads right there. Uh, these were a limited production four-figuring set commissioned by Telecollectibles. It's got the number written right there by hand, 867 of 5,000. I couldn't find the box. 
But later on, if I keep going through stuff and I find a box, we'll send to whoever wins the, the, the problem here. Oh, right? boy. Yeah, that's what keep up with. It's very important. So you're going to put a box in a box and send it to somebody. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. So register right now at thebigshow.com, and good luck. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. The winner gets a Mount Olive Pickles prize pack. Includes Mount Olive hat, T-shirt, and a stainless tumbler. The number one pickle brand in the United States. Making great products since 1926 at the corner of Cucumber and Vine. Go to thebigshow.com. Click on the Mount Olive Pickles banner. Get all the info you need on best pickles there is. Hang on when you some in minutes. Right now, it's time for Tatertainment News. Let's see what Marcy Tater Moran has for us this morning. Hi, guys. Oh, no. Hey, oh, baby. Boy. Oh, boy. Uh-oh, apparently not Ooh. much. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Covering wow. forward with her enthusiasm. <laughs> right, right. Right. You're going to love this report. <laughs> oh, boy. Did y'all know that next year James Corden will be saying goodbye to the Late Late Show? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's good. Well, good. He'll catch up. I said goodbye to him about four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's going to leave his role as the host of CBS's late night program for new opportunities. Uh. I got new singing things I need to do and my Weight Watchers commercials. <laughs> According to Corden, he said the decision to end his eight and a half year term. Wow. wow. Eight and a half years. Man. Was made with a lot of thought. <laughs> That's all he said. Okay. I thought I was going to get 10. <laughs> <laughs> He's got quite the reputation for being completely unpleasant. He kind of oh, is that right? Yeah, really? I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is just, a, I guess he's like the male Ellen. Well, close to male Ellen. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't hear that. I thought Ellen was a male Ellen. <laughs> Mostly. Mel Ellen? Mel Ellen. So, all right, you all have kids. Did your kid ever jump in your car and uh, when it was either idling in park and, and try to drive it and end up like, you know, Maddie backing into Maddie the parking lot or car. back down the driveway? And locked the doors. Oh, yeah. Oh. Peter, his dog did that out there in the parking lot oh. this week. Yeah. yeah. Dogs, kids, whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, this happened to Ben Affleck. Uh-huh. And they did it on the Ben Affleck level. So he's saying he allowed his 10-year-old son behind the wheel of a Lamborghini. Well, that's what I'd what? say. <laughs> and that his son had an accident when he backed it into a BMW that was parked right behind him. Uh-huh. Now, I say it's an accident if you know how to drive. Otherwise, you drove that thing. You, you just... You kind of got in. You just kind of got it. in it and crashed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's time for social services. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the scenes. Uh, it was Ben, J Lo, mm-hmm. and Sam, and they're at this uh, leasing car leasing company. Mm-hmm. High, the, end. High, high end. End. Mm-hmm. High end. High end. Had a Lamborghini, and then right up next to it a BMW, and right. they were uh, they were shopping, browsing, looking around, uh. and uh, Sam jumped in the driver's seat of the Lamborghini with the engine running. And shifted the Lamborghini into reverse. Hmm. Well. That's not where you get in it. It just starts, and it fell backwards, which was kind of what one of the leasing agents said, kind of mm. covering it up for him. Yeah. And um, paparazzi caught it all on video, so you can go online and, and see this. Oh. And it's a quarter million dollar vehicle. Mm. And um, photos from the, scene show, from the scene show the back bumper right up against the driver's side panel of a BMW. And um, the dealer told TMZ that the cars were close together. Their fault, and it was, but it wasn't a fender bender, and no one was hurt, and no damage. No damage. Oh, okay. Did you read that there was damage? Because 
TMZ. Do you think he's no read damage. about this story? It's, no. I think, it's pretty hard to hit another car with a right? car and not make yeah, some, some sort kind of, of damage. damage yeah. yeah, and that's what you know. That's the video doesn't really lie, and there's uh-huh. no way there's not any damage. <laughs> Is that, that, that right? Yeah, I mean it like it like lunged back into. Well, there's no. Oh. Remaining damage. <laughs> ah. No permanent damage. There you go. Yeah, so yeah, there yeah. that is. Don't worry, he just took it out of his allowance. Right, right, right. right, right. right. Like and when it, Opie broke the window. <laughs> He's like, Dad, that was fun. <laughs> Did you get the item about uh, Better Call Saul, the special guest star that was yes. just announced earlier this week? For the final episodes of this uh-huh. season. Right. Brrr, brrr. Carol Burnett is going to be joining them. Carol, now you you Carol can give Burnett. me all day to guess celebrity names. Who's going to be on Better Call yeah. Saul? That's a name I would never come up no, with. No, Carol But she is a huge fan of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul okay. and has been for years. She's such a fan. And she met Vince Gilligan in a couple of places. And he actually showed up at uh, uh, Bob Odenkirk's Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame thing. Uh-huh. So they've they've become tight over the years, and he asked her, and she said it's her favorite show ever. No, Carol she said, I'm in. <laughs> All right. Yes. Oh, and I, I mean, and she's like mid eighties, eighty nine, mid to late eighties. Eighty nine. I looked it up I yesterday. Eighty nine. Wow. Oh, girl, last I saw her was. You know, promoing Me TV in mm. the Carol uh-huh. Burnett show. Yeah. That's the last I saw of, of Carol. And uh, Chelsea Handler. You familiar with comedian Chelsea Handler? I'm saying it. Comedian. Not well, voluntarily, but yes. Well, I yeah. thought you'd get a kick out of this. She has a breach of contract lawsuit against a lingerie company. Uh-oh. Apparently, Chelsea says that Third Love has failed to pay her $1 million for promotional work. Mm. Well, what happened was her lawsuit alleges that she signed the agreement in January of this year, mm. promoted them, created a custom fitness program, and took part in meetings with company execs and mm. did fittings. Mm. But she also says that she was set to go for a photo shoot in late January when the company abruptly canceled the session and said that the contract was never in existence. Yes, they must have met her. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I'd be upset if I, like, modeled and was fitted right. and everything. And they're sure, like, yeah. nah, nah, we don't want you. We don't want you. Uh, so, so she's going for a million dollars for her out-of-pocket expenses, lost income uh, from the deals that she turned down while she was signed is, up to is, do is this Is that the one y'all showed me a picture of somebody lost a bunch of weight? Was that her? No, that was mm-hmm. Rebel Wilson. Yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, Rebel yeah. Wilson. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Rebel Wilson uh, was in the news as well that she has a girlfriend. Oh, well, bless her and heart. had her coming out party for it. that. Yeah. <laughs> Another right. one off the market, John Boy. There you Boyle. go. <laughs> I know. Right. You thought she was looking sweet. But, and that's a wrap of Tater Tater. All right. Well, thank you, baby. Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play Wordy Word. Come on, 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You toll-free line. We'll get a couple contestants and play next. Thursday morning, Big Show's on the radio, and our video of the day, and then the July 4th weekend, we got Bubba's first beach trip trip. Bubba looks like, what is it, two, three years old? Yeah. Oh, maybe. And it's uh, just a wonderful thing when you see the ocean for the first time. Mm-hmm. 
and see Whether what happens. Upside down or right side up. <laughs> Check it out at thebigshow.com right now. I what everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, a wordy word, and a wordy word. Let's meet the contestants. Oh, go. We got Philip from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Good morning, Philip. Good morning. How you doing? Morning. We all good. Welcome. And we got Ken from Timmonsville, South Carolina. Good morning, Ken. Hey, good morning. Good morning. All right, boys, welcome. Play us a couple rounds of wordy word. Philip on a John Boyne Villa side. Ken, Tater, and Randy is the team. All right. So y'all three relax. Me and Philip will go for the first 30 seconds. All right, Philip, you ready to go, man? Ready to go. All right, well, let's do it then. Start the clock. Now, you make bread into this in the morning. Put jelly on it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, the Quaker blank. You need it at, at breakfast. Quaker. Oh. Uh, oh, well, sorry. Uh, what's the, the other one? The, the whole word. The whole word. Uh, Quaker. You said. Quaker oat. Oh, oat what? Oat what? It's another Bowl. syllable. Oatmeal. Oh, yes. Yeah, oatmeal. All right. All right. Uh, this is like a dinosaur bone. You call a dinosaur bone a. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, yeah, you dig up. You dig it up. It's real old. Artifact. No, that is true, but no, little boy. No, got it. All right. Well, we put a two on the board there. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Ken and Tater are going for 30. You ready, Ken? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Pick it up on that last one. Go. All right. When it leaves an impression, like in a rock, and they dig oh. it up. Yes. Yep, there you uh, uh, your your heart is one of these. Uh, your your stomach, your bladder. An organ. Yes. Uh, uh, Jello makes this chocolate or vanilla. Uh, pudding. Uh, uh, take uh take a pop blank. Your teacher might come in and says, "All right, everybody, we're taking a blank, a pop blank." Um. Uh, it's a, a recess? like a quick test. It's called a what? Pop? Oh, pop quiz. Thank quiz. you. Hey, you go uh, eat. Go sit down and eat at a table. Restaurant. <laughs> oh, oh, he did say restaurant, after, but it was after yeah. the buzzer. So lose that. What do we do? What do we do? You put a four, four. on the board. Felt like right. more. Four. Yeah. You took the lead by two. All right, because we'll you do were it. doing it. Here we go. Hitting <laughs> the round two. All right, Philip. You and Billy. Are you ready? Ready. And go. Your bedroom shoes are also called what? Slippers. Yeah. There you go. You have four fingers on your hand, and then one of these. Thumb. Thumb. Yep. Another name for pee. Uh, the scientific name for pee <laughs> is what? Urine. Yes. There you go. Uh, A-E-I-O-U are the five what in the alphabet? Vowels. Vowels. Yep. Uh, a girl might give a guy one of these if she's flirting with him with her eye. She gives him a little... Twinkle. <laughs> well... That would be good too. Did he say tinkle? Yes, twinkle. <laughs> twinkle. Twinkle. You're hung up on the urine. Thing. <laughs> All right, let's see. All right, there's a four, a total of six for Philip. So, Ken and Randy, two will tie, three will win. Oh, we got this, Ken. Oh, you ready? oh yeah. All right, Ken. I'm ready. Let's go. Pick it up on that. Last one, go. Girls do this. Yeah, that's it. Right. Yeah. All right, so it rhymes with it. The boat gets filled up with water. What does it do? Float. No, when it's full of water, it's going to go down. It's sink. Yes, tied right. up. Rhymes with it. The color for girls. Pink. Yes. There you go. All right. Right. That's it. That's all you needed. <laughs> Doggone it, Philip got beat by one there on a slow start. Philip, we appreciate you playing, buddy. Hope you try again. All right. 
I sure will. Thank you. All right, man. We appreciate you. Have a great day. And Ken, look at you down in Timmonsville winning wordy word. You mount all the pickles pack headed your way. All right. Thank you so much. All right, man. Randy, Tater, that's two in a row. Yeah. Look out. All right. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Good morning, got the big show on the radio. Classic bit request time. We got Eric Teague out of Murphy, North Carolina. Eric says, how about Marvin Webster talking about NASCAR? Wow. Well, that is a way back there, Eric. Well, we got it for you. It's coming up next. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio, and every weekday about this time, we take a classic bit request off the wall at the John Boy and Billy Facebook page, or shoot us a line at thebigshow.com. Eric T. got a Murphy, North Carolina, must have been listening a long time. We go way back for this few minutes with our bro on call, Marvin Webster. Yo, what's up? How y'all doing? All right, hey, man, I've been hearing y'all talk about this NASCAR stuff for about, what has it been, like the last 16 months in a row? <laughs> so I finally broke down. I watched my first NASCAR race on TV right. over the weekend. Right, now, man. tell me something. Right. I know, like, big money sponsorship, this is like a part of all professional sports um, now, but does NASCAR sell advertising on everything at the race, <laughs> or is it just me? Well, I, I mean, it's like, time for an update on that wreck, uh, sponsored by Mako Auto Body Shop. <laughs> Let's see if we can get a word with the driver down in the Zagnut Infield Communications Center. And then the guy's talking about, well, the Kellogg Pop-Tart Band de Soleil Pontiac run real good all afternoon. We just got a little loose up there at number four running some of that Quaker State motor oil. One tough motor oil is up there on the track. Uh, left me with Excedrin headache number 23. And, and the, like the guy will go, yeah, it looks like you smacked that sacrete concrete retaining wall pretty hard. Now, I know you we're counting on making up some ground in that J.C. Penny White Sale Punch Championship at the end of the season, too. Yeah. I mean, you watch these races, it's like watching a three-and-a-half-hour commercial break, you know? And these guys are always talking about, well, we were just racing real hard, and he come up behind me on the outside and took the air off my spoiler. Now, whatever that's supposed to mean. But they ought to just, like, tell it like it is. And, you know, the guy comes up, so, Billy Bob, what happened out there? And the guy ought to go, he run all over my fat ass. That's what happened. Didn't you see him? For goodness sakes, it was on TV. Maybe they could work in, like I mentioned, for Preparation H while they're at it. You know? And I know, I hear this all the time. I know what y'all are thinking. Hey, Marvin, you know, it, it would look different if you actually could see it in person. How come yeah. you don't get, like, some tickets and actually go yeah, to the race? that's mm. it. Now, can you see me going to a NASCAR event? <laughs> oh, and if I'd have been there, you would have seen me. I would have stuck out like, uh, you know, Calvin Pete at a PGA cocktail party. And they probably would have, like, when I walked in, they would have introduced me on the PA system. Ladies and gentlemen, now in the speedway, man, a black guy. Because, I mean, that's some, like some white people. And I mean some white people go to the race, especially down there in that infield, yeah. you know. I yeah. actually had somebody invite me to go and watch race with him down in the infield. I don't think so. You know, I mean, like, you got 35,000 rednecks down there drinking beer all afternoon and going, whoo! This is not my idea of a relaxing afternoon. If you know what I, mean. I don't want to be no 
part of no race-related incidents. You know? Can you do it? Yeah. And NASCAR is like the last great white sport in America. Yeah. Anyway, you know, it makes the NHL look like a melting pot. You know? <laughs> Motorsports in general is pretty much a, like a Caucasian stronghold. Yeah. The only black driver in all of motorsport that I know of is this guy, Willie T. Ribs. Have yeah. you heard about this guy? That's yeah. his real name, Willie T. Ribs. Yeah. I think they just, like, signed him up because they thought his name was funny or something. <laughs> yeah. Now, white people are not ready for no black NASCAR driver. That's, this is my opinion. I think y'all are, like, holding out so you can get some guy named Leroy Watermelon and, you know, get him to drive the Afro Sheen Cadillac. Well, Chuck, I don't know how fast that car is, but uh, listen to that tape deck. Y'all think about it. I'm Marvin Webster. Good morning, it's the Big Show on the radio, rolling through your Thursday. About ready to wrap it up. We end the broadcast. That means next up the podcast. And when it's ready, it'll be there as always before high noon. Randy, get right on it. It'll be less than an hour after we finish up, matter of fact. So wherever you get your podcast, it's right there. And of course, thebigshow.com. We got it set up real easy for you. We're there as well. Right. You know why? We're givers. That's what we do. <laughs> we give. <laughs> Missed earlier this morning, we talked to Pat Benatar's husband. And uh, Neil is uh, going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. He's yep. met Pat when us uh, playing guitar for like 79. They've been married since 82. 40 uh, year anniversary. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's something. And Pat. Looking pretty good, ain't you? Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> well, Neil's looking good too. I, we yeah, have to yeah, say, yeah, we yeah, Jackie. <laughs> well, me and Jackie, man, let's get that plan divide and conquer. Is it too late? <laughs> See, I think they're pretty good. solid. Y'all can hear all that if you, if you miss it on that Late Risers podcast. We're so excited about that. All right, man. Well, let's take it on home. Get ready for tomorrow. Bitbox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, 99 cents each, 15 for 9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Find your faves at thebigshow.com. Beat the heat with John Boy and Billy's Southern Sweet Tea. You find it in regular lemonade and strawberry and watermelon lemonade flavors. One dollar each. Find them up front at Food Lion now through Labor Day. Order JBB stuff by phone, 800 471 stuff. Online services by anime.com. Bye, y'all. Have a great rest of your Thursday. All right. We'll be celebrating Friday morning, heading into fourth weekend. Kill the power. I can't take it any longer. <laughs> Love you, baby. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.